prodigal. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's session of Water, Wind, Wine Ministries. For the last couple weeks, we've been talking about the prodigal son, and you really need to watch the last two videos to understand this video because I have built this foundation that the prodigal son is, of course, in context, referring to what happens when a sinner comes into heaven and because that's where it falls in scripture. But I've also been relating that the prodigal son is really closely related to a person who is a New Testament believer who is operating in what I like to call greasy grace or hyper grace. Now, I've recorded all of these last few videos in the same day. My husband's here. He is being my audience so that he can draw on the anointing of the Holy Spirit on the inside of me. And um, hopefully that comes through the video camera because I don't want to look like a robot. So we're going to pick up the story in Luke chapter 15. Now, last time I ended with what happens when we have gone into an earth realm and we've been taught from a heavenly realm. As Chris Vallotton would say, what happens when we take heaven principles or third heaven principles and bring them to first heaven realities when we do that but we have cut ourselves off from the source of those principles then at some point the blessings will run out and it is at that point exactly that the wicked one will attack us with famine or that we'll feel the results of the fall which also could be famine and when that happens the very 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 next attack is going to be on your morality. Here we see the prodigal son. He's gone off and he's wasted his possessions with prodigal living. He is no more, he no more has access to his source and so because of his own choice. And so he is desperate, he's starving, and he joins himself with somebody who is not starving in the land that he was in, and immediately that landowner sends him out to, to feed the swine and this is a challenge on the morality of the prodigal son because he's Jewish. And so the very next thing, when you begin to be attacked and suffer famine or lack, the very next thing to be attacked is going to be your morality because your morality will come into question so that you can survive in the world system because the world system does not coincide with maintaining the moral constructs that God has set forth for us. Now, I think that this story is going to take a little bit longer. I think I'm going to have to do at least one more session, maybe two, but I'm going to try to get through it in this one, but we'll see. Let's see where the Spirit of the Lord has us. Okay, so we're going to pick up where we left off in verse 16. It says, And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pods that the swine ate, and no one gave him anything. Now, I want to, I want to let you know that the prodigal son at this moment is starving and he'll eat whatever he can eat and he'll he'll do whatever he can do so there's a principle in the bible that says that it's in proverbs 27 7 and it says that the satisfied soul tramples the honeycomb but to him who is hungry every bitter thing tastes sweet so when you're starving you'll eat whatever and that's where this jewish boy was he was starving and he would eat whatever even the things that were not good for him stuff that he couldn't even digest Hogs can digest anything, <laughs> and so you can feed them anything. And so he couldn't even digest it, And but he, he didn't care. He just wanted something, and that's a, that's a really dangerous place to be in. But notice that God says, and no one gave him anything. 
That's really important to realize because a couple of things are happening right now in the story of the prodigal son. And I'm going to relate this back to the greasy grace or the hyper grace Christian. Number one, he's used to being given everything. Okay. Like he's used to his dad who just gives him everything freely. That's number one that I wanted to point out. It says no one gave him anything. Now, wait a minute. He was in this land and he came flossing with all this stuff, with all this money, with all this ability to make money, all this stuff. And he was a big somebody for a while. He, he was somebody until the famine hit. And then he became desperate and he had to join himself with the same people who he had just been showboating to and no one gave him anything. That's a big deal. Here's why it's a big deal because he thought he was a valuable person because of what he had. But the people that he was showboating to, the people he was showing off to, he didn't love them. He was showing off to them. He didn't love them. And when times got tough, they didn't give him anything because he didn't teach him how to love. He just used it for his own gain. And therefore he cut off his own value. He was not valuable to them because they value people on what they can get from people, not what they can give to people because they weren't taught how to love. And that is wasting your possessions with prodigal living. That's the key right there. No one gave him anything. That's the key. A natural man thinks in the natural. A natural man doesn't think in the heavenly. A natural man doesn't, who, who, who is not connected to God doesn't know how to love because love comes from God. They, they might know how to feel an emotion of love. They might know how to express, oh, I love you, I love you, but really how to love when things come down to it. I mean, we saw where everybody's love was when COVID hit. People were ransacking the stores, taking food, taking toilet paper of all things, taking anything and not leaving anything for anybody else. Why? Because the world system says, get what you can get from wherever you can get it. And when that source runs out, move on to the next source. The world doesn't know how to love. The world system doesn't know how to love. It's only people who are connected to the source of love who know how to love. And that's why no one gave him anything. So what happens is, these people who are following the wicked one, who are following the world system, in the, both the story of the prodigal son and in the story of the Christian who has been operating in greasy grace, who's, let's just say, sleeping with their, their boyfriend or girlfriend and living with them, saying, I'm under the grace of God, I'm under the grace of God, it's fine. When, when that blessing runs out, because the further you get in, the further you get from the Father. You're disconnecting yourself from the father more and more with your actions. And so the blessings run out, not because the father runs out of blessings, but because you cut yourself off from them. And when that happens and the famine comes and you join yourself with the world system so that you can survive, then they disdain you. They look at you as one of them and therefore not special anymore. Not somebody to be followed or looked up to or given anything to because you're just like them. You can't help them. You're just like them. And that's a huge point. When you're operating under greasy grace, under hyper grace, you look just like the world. And the minute you have gone far enough and you've disconnected by your choice, you've disconnected yourself from the father. The world says, we're not giving you anything because you're just one of us. 
and we know us and us we take and we take and we take and we take that's why no one gave him anything and that's what he was facing and that's what we face we're used to our father who freely gives he was used to his father who freely gives but the world system doesn't freely give so one mistake that i can see that he made beyond what we've already talked about is that he wasted his possessions with his prodigal living because he did not teach anybody how to love he didn't bring anybody back to his father's house and say this is this is my father and he's so wonderful and he's so loving and let me teach you his principles let me teach you the principles that he taught me no we want it he wanted to use it for his own gain like we want to use it for our own gain we want to say i'm covered under greasy grace so i'm going to drink myself into a stupor every every night or i'm covered under greasy grace so i'm going to move in with my my boyfriend or girlfriend and not require them to commit or i'm covered under greasy grace so i'm going to just speed here or I, me personally i'm covered under greasy grace so i'm just going to be a jerk all the time because i'm fine like they'll forgive me they're commanded to love me i actually said that to people when I had an attitude with them. And so no one gave me anything because I look just like the world and the world takes. And they knew that if they gave this prodigal son anything, then he would continue to take and take and take and be just like them and he couldn't help them. And that's what happens with Greasy Grace Christians. You wind up relying on the world system and they say, you're just like me, you have no benefit for me. And so I can't get anything from you. And then you can't, definitely can't leave them to your father's house in that situation. Okay, so back to the story. Verse 17, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare? Bread enough and to spare. And I perish with hunger. I want to really hone in on this, this statement. And he came to himself. This is... I think it was Walt Whitman, baby. Was it Walt Whitman that said, or maybe it was Henry that said that the choice in the woods, I'm, I chose the path. path Henry David it was Thoreau. Henry David Thoreau. Thank you. <clears throat> he said, I chose the path less traveled and that has made all the difference. Right. And this, this is the point for the prodigal son right here. This is the point. This is the choice. This is the wide path or the narrow path. This is the, I'm going to choose which path. But the path only presents itself when you see what you are. The prodigal son was used to being given everything. And like myself in my own arrogant attitude when I was younger, I thought it was because I was so special. But if I was so special, then why didn't other people give me things? And that's what the prodigal son was asking himself at the time. My dad treated me as though I was so special. But if I'm so special, then why aren't these people in this foreign, foreign land recognizing how special I am and giving me things? Don't they know I need to survive? And that's what we do with ourselves. We come into this greasy grace understanding and we and we use it to, to gain in the world and to and to prosper in the world and to gain favor in the world. And we go forward like this for a while, but then we get so disconnected from God because we're, after all, we're under greasy grace and we don't have to get into legalistic religiosity. And I'm going to get into that in a little bit. So we connect more with the world than we do with God. And pretty soon we look like them and then the famine comes. And then we have to compromise our, our morality to survive. 
because we can't survive anymore because we we've forgotten those principles we've forgotten how to walk in those principles we've disconnected ourselves from the father and at that moment we realize we have no value we come to ourselves i looked up this this phrase he came to himself and and i've heard preachers talk about it and they go it's like he shook himself like hey who do you think you are right and i've heard preachers say that he's like i'm a child of the king and they go back and and, and I think that, that that has its place for application, but I, I don't think that that's the, I don't think that that is the rendition of the story that the Holy Spirit wants to tell right now. The rendition of the story that the Holy Spirit wants to tell right now is that the prodigal son came to himself, realizing that he, he had a sober understanding of who he is and who he was. He realized in that moment that he was nothing. And we know that by his reaction. If this is the road less traveled, this is the narrow path. You have to realize that you are nothing. Apart from the Father, you have no value. It is that moment, it is that realization, it is that understanding that only comes when the world shows you that you are nothing. Because for a greasy grace Christian, for a hyper grace Christian, for a New Testament, New Age, this side of the cross, non-religious, non legalistic Christian, we place a very high value on ourselves because the God, because the father placed a very high value on us. And sometimes we don't realize that apart from the father, we are nothing. It takes the world rejecting us before we realize that we are nothing because we know that the father will never reject us. It is in this moment that the third and final temptation that the devil brings on us is very evident pride of life. You see in the temptation in the Garden of Eden, you see in the temptation of Jesus that the devil said to Eve, you are not like God. If you were like God, then you would know all things, right? But he, but he was like God. She was already like God. God said he made her in his likeness and image. She was already like God. He was already challenging what she was like, her identity, her pride of life. How many times did he say to Jesus, if you were the son of God, do this. If you are the son of God, do that. He's challenging the pride of life. He's challenging who you are. And if you don't realize that your only value is in whose you are and humble yourself to that reality, then you will die with the pigs you will starve to death feeding things that are lesser than you. But you have to understand that you have no value to the earth unless you're connected to the Lord, period. And that's where Greasy Grace Christians get mixed up. They get into this hyper grace thing and they disconnect because they don't want to be legalistic or religious. And I understand that we're going to get into that, but they disconnect too far and they don't have their father's principles or his kingdom in their heart or in their mind or in their aim or goal. They have to join themselves with the way the world does things. And then they're faced with this question because now no one's giving them anything and they're completely devalued. They have no value at all. But what the son does makes all the difference. He chooses the narrow path and he chooses 
to humble himself. So the son in this moment chooses to go back to his father. And I believe that the father in this moment, of course, is God in the story, receives his humility. Because the Bible says that God is repelled by arrogance, by pride, but he's drawn to grace. He's drawn to a low place, like water to a depression in the ground. God is drawn to the lowest place. So this prodigal son was forced into a low place by the world. Now, do I believe that God had a purpose in the prodigal son being forced into a mindset of I'm nothing by the world? Did I believe he had a purpose in that? Sure, I do. Do I believe he has a purpose in the fact that greasy grace Christians get so low and then they're like, I actually have no value apart from him? Yeah, I do. He doesn't cause it, and he also doesn't tell you which choice to make. Notice that the father's not anywhere around in this story. The choice is the son's. The choice is yours. In Deuteronomy, God says, I set before you this day life and death. Therefore, choose life that you and your descendants may live. He tells you what to choose, but then he lets you choose it. And so often, people who are in this hyper-grace movement and notion and they allow it to promote sin in their life, they don't choose life any more than a legalistic person chooses life. They're both choosing death. They're both choosing to die slow, painful deaths, both of them. Well, I'm going to wrap it up for now just because I think we've hit our time. Um, Wow, what a, what a really good session. I really got a lot out of that session. Anyway, um, I hope you join me for the next session. Hopefully we can get through this whole story. Remember that I love you and that Jesus loves you. Mm -hmm.